Blessed greetings and welcome back to this week's episode of Tuesday Tune Up with Pastor Shirley Johnson. I'm so honored to have you tuning in with us. Today we're going to talk about bumper stickers and I guarantee you we'll never look at them the same. Yes, today we are going to go beyond the sticky backs of paper plastered on the backs of cars and their damaged paint jobs and get some revelation into the first ever bumper sticker. You're going to be revitalized, reinvigorated, and determined to stick more closely to the cross. But first, let's pray and prepare to get tuned up in the Word of God together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the cross and the love that nailed our Savior to it. Bless us today as we use this fun topic to take a deeper look at the message of the cross. May this message adhese to our hearts like a bumper sticker on a car, forever leaving an indelible imprint. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome again. If you're just joining us today, we're going to be taking on the topic of bumper stickers as it relates to the message of the cross. I've always been fascinated by bumper stickers, along with people's commitment to profess to the world all things they love by placing a glue-backed sticker on their vehicle's bumper. What's even more interesting is when you see an older vehicle on the road that has obviously been owned by multiple past drivers who've had conflicting loves. On those cars, you'll see partially peeled stickers that they could not fully remove or faintly remaining words on a sticker that has weathered many storms. At the end of the day, these individuals use their bumper stickers as a means to express themselves to show support for a specific cause or person, and as an extension of who they are at the core of their being, their value system, morals, and even mission. One morning while I was driving to work, Alexis turned onto the street in front of me, um, and it had a bumper sticker on it that read, I love bacon. Now I must admit this bumper sticker caught my attention more than most, Uh, simply because of my shared affection for bacon. After reflecting for a moment, I thought, this person must really love bacon. I mean, enough to place a sticker on their luxury car. I began mulling over all of the things I love. And I'll be honest, few things came to mind that would cause me to place a sticker on my car and ruin its paint job. I chuckled about it and continued on to work but I could not seem to shake the thought of the bacon lover's bumper sticker. I began to dwell on the word love. What it really means to love, to sacrifice, to give of yourself no matter the cost, to profess and tell the world about it. I realized that love is not quiet. It is demonstrative and expressive It is bold and as obvious as a bumper sticker on the back of a 1960s Volkswagen transporter van. Yes, love is all these things and people should know about it. So as I pondered over this idea of love, I reflected on 1 Corinthians 13, four through eight, which provides a powerful definition of love. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking nor easily angered. 
It keeps no records of wrongdoings. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. Love never fails. To better comprehend the the thought that love never fails, we must examine love in its ultimate form. The imagery that overshadows everything else is the image of the cross. John 3.16 reminds us, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Because God loved us, he gave Jesus. Because Jesus loved us, he gave all. Jesus did not wait for us to get it all together. He did not ask us before choosing to go to the cross. Hey, if, if I die for you, will you love me back and, and serve me? In fact, Romans 5 and 8 reminds us that God commended his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He chose to die for us regardless of our choosing to live for him. Through further investigation, we see a loving God sending a perfect sacrifice in Jesus to die and cover our sins. A price we were unable to pay. A price we were undeserving of. This this pure love. Yet God lavished it on us anyway. He saturated us in the redemptive blood of Christ through whom we have gained eternal life. The cross with Jesus stuck to it, therefore became the first ever bumper sticker. The first profession of deeply rooted and eternally expressed love for someone, for us, for me, for you. A bumper sticker that said, I love mankind. What's interesting is that God is all-knowing and knew that he sent Jesus. And in sending Jesus, not everyone would accept the gift of love. Not everyone would accept Christ. Yet for you and for me, he sent him anyway. I reflect on this bumper sticker love, and I must proclaim 1 John 3 and 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. The honor of being called a child of the Most High God. The honor of being an eternal covenant with God. The honor of being the object of affection for Jesus's bumper sticker is just so humbling. Yet to Jesus, it was a small thing to do for those he loved. He did not count the cost of our sin. Rather, he measured the grace of his ability to save us from it. 1 Timothy 1, 13-16 depicts the overcoming power of Jesus' love over our shortcomings. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor 
a violent man. I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and the love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now, I've heard people say that they've lived horrible lives. Life's not worth saving. But that's not what Jesus' bumper sticker says. Instead, his bumper sticker says, I love you still. You are the very person for whom the cross was bumped and stuck into the hole in the ground. Don't you see? The cross was always about you. It was always about me. The cross covered it all because it was always about mankind. Jesus was God's way of saying, I love you always. And the cross was Jesus's bumper sticker to the world and to the enemy alike, professing, I love mankind. I can save mankind. I can heal mankind. I can deliver mankind. And it was all a result of his love. We may fail God often, but his love never ever fails us. Instead, Jesus loves us with an unending and inseparable love. Romans 8, 38 and 39 states, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, no powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Lord loved you with an everlasting love and drew you with unfailing kindness. It is not too late to accept the love of the cross. God drew me the same way. As a teenager, it's so easy to be confused about God, about church, about relationship. But even in my confusion, God extended his love through Jesus Christ and was able to save me, not only from my sin, but from myself. He'll do the same for you. While the cross is Jesus' bumper sticker to mankind, we too can create a bumper sticker that professes our love for him. The most effective way to create our bumper sticker that says, I love Jesus, is through our lifestyle. Jesus gives us essential instructions on living a life for him. In John 15, 9 through 17, Jesus proclaims, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love 
just as I have kept the Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love hath no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command, love each other. It's really that simple. If we love Jesus, then love one another. Draw others with the same love and kindness extended to us from Christ. Do not seek to harm or embarrass one another because love covers. First Peter 4 and 8 reminds us, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Isn't that what Jesus did for us on the cross? As he hung on the bumper sticker for all the world to see? His love was covering all of our sins as all of our sins were covering him. Tuesday Tune-Up family, let's make opportunities to love on someone this week. Let's peel back our I love you Jesus bumper stickers and reveal the love of the cross to someone in need. Someone feeling unloved and disconnected from God. It is by far the best way we can demonstrate our love for Jesus and his love in us. So this week, as you think about this message, as you see a bumper sticker that reminds you of the cross, Remember someone else, reach out, share the love of Christ. In doing so, we're saying to Jesus that I love you too. It's not just one way. It's not a one-sided love affair. But just as he commended his love towards us while we were sinners, we can show our love to him by loving on others. I never want to close without affording someone an opportunity to know Jesus as your personal savior. Perhaps we have someone listening today who may not know Jesus as a personal savior, but would like to give your life to him and truly feel the impact of his love extended on the cross for you. If this is you, repeat after me. Father, I know I'm a sinner, but right now I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and I believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead and that through my confession I am saved and Jesus is my personal savior. Thank you for forgiving me. Teach me more about your love and how I can love others. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer with us tonight, today, please send me a message. I would love to praise God with you and welcome you into the family of Christ. 
be sure to get connected to a teaching church in your community where you can grow in the knowledge of God, increase your faith, and really fully understand and grasp the capacity of God's love for you and how you can too love others. I'm so excited about your amazing journey and I have certainly enjoyed our time together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just ask that you bless us tonight, Lord God. Thank you for the message of the cross, Lord. Thank you for the bumper sticker to mankind that says, I love you and I have plans for you and I've rescued you from sin and I have reconnected you to the Father. Bless us as we go through our week. Thank you for the intended targets that you'll send our way, people who we can love on and and show the love of Christ to, people who we can share the message of Christ with. I thank you for blessing and keeping us. Until we meet again at the next appointed time, you all have a fantastic day, a tuned up week, and I will see you next time.